And welcome to an all new Marvel cast, explosion of top of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Thunderstrike and Iron Hammer. I'm your host, Ashley Hobley, the Explosion Network's resident watcher. Joining me today, Ultimate Kira Marchant. Um, we should rename the show when we do like the next Guardians of the Galaxy slash Thor movie to uh, Mid Guardians of the Galaxy. That's uh, that'd be a pretty cool name. <laughs> also joining us, these touching quite fucking hell. Hello, just no cell. Uh, just no. Wow, that's fucked. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, now we have to go the effort of like taking that name in case somebody, unless somebody else has already got. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. Today we're talking about the latest episode of What If. What if Thor were an only child? Directed by Brian Andrews, written by AC Bradley. Thor, who never learned to be a good hero, throws an out of control intergalactic party on Earth. Uh, Dylan, we've had a bunch of like really dark and depressing episodes recently. How do you feel about this more lighthearted one? Um, it was like sort of fun, but it was just so empty of anything of some substance that I, I kind of wish the series had just stuck to just being dark and depressing. Like we had like a slow introduction to get, to get us into the series. And then they're like, nah, we got some like hard hitting shit. And now it feels like they were like, okay, around this time of the season, people may be getting sick of that stuff. So let's have like one that's just Thor having a big old party and it's, it's a good time. I feel like this is a really good concept for like, five minutes a five minute short potentially or something like that but as a full episode i kind of grew pretty tired to this one quickly so okay. it's probably my least favorite episode of this the show to be honest okay kieran how do you feel about it um honestly i i really want to like this episode like i feel like as a basis this episode is what i thought what if was going to be a lot more of in terms of kind of little bit off the wall setups to get more characters involved and have characters interacting in different ways um but i think there's a lot of it's a lot of problems i think with this i actually think all of the female characters as a whole are actually really poorly written in this episode just as a whole just from like especially jane i think jane's really just it was disappointing because i guess jane foster that we knew from thor didn't lighten up to Thor until he kind of lost his egotism and kind of came down to earth so to speak um and was humbled a bit but in this she's very much kind of all into this kind of douchebaggy jock Thor that is a bit of a dick and that just is you know egotistical and arrogant and it's just very weird that she's written like that I think Maria Hill is kind of the same. Why the hell is Maria Hill trying to nuke their own, nuke a part of the world? Um, yeah, I, I'm very much on Dylan. That, the, towards the end of this episode, it was just getting to the point that was like, from Jane being transported to speak to Frigga onwards, it was like, oh fuck, we only have this much runtime left on this episode we need to fill. Let's quickly jam in Thor fixing all of his problems and end and we're good. It's just, I don't know, it's um, it's disappointing. And then also, I feel like they were just trying to cram as many of the extraterrestrial characters into this episode with very little kind of reason for why um, 
Grax is there? Why why is Korg there? Like just I don't know. And I guess it's over trying to overlook um a lot of the trying to be like, yeah, fuck it, just uh, just delay your belief and just have fun with it, which I'm trying really hard to do. I just think there was just too many issues I felt with this episode. Uh, cl- clearly I liked it a bit more than you guys. <laughs> I thought it was a really <laughs> fun time. I think tonally it's completely different to any other episode so far and story, like, plot why like, I think it's going for something completely different to what all the other episodes are going for. They're, like, going for, like, proper stories, p- tales and mysteries. This was, this definitely felt like a cartoon episode. I think that's what they were going for. You said, like, the last ten minutes, the last few minutes, like, they're just trying to cram in all the Thor fixing all his mistakes. That's totally the joke. It's like, it definitely feels like, oh, it's, it's, the kid has, has a house party and then his parents are coming home moment and, you know, he's freaking out except it's Thor, superhero, on planet Earth and he's got to fix the entire planet. I mean, how can you not find that at least mildly amusing? Uh, especially, Knowing the fact that the Bifrost is almost instantaneous. <laughs> and they're just playing it out for- Not in this universe. <laughs> Not in this- well, that's the thing. That was almost the reason that it took me out of the joke, was like because we've established how quick Bifrost <sighs> travel is. Throughout the MCU, I don't know. It's we a- we have not seen Thor punch people to another country before, but that seemed believable. And apparently, in this I universe, I all, didn't know all countries, countries are had named. Their names. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. The I really, had their names I really liked that design choice. Yeah, I thought that was, that was a really pick. cool design choice. Ah, uh, but yeah, Jane was very poorly written, <laughs> like even more poorly written than she was in the original films. Uh <laughs> But you know, maybe she just she just likes Thor not shaven, and like shaven. They were like, she "Hang on, like baby face Thor. Can you do? We'll make you Thor in Thor three. Can you, you just, just do have this? to do this as well?" She's like, oh, I guess. Get in this universe, you're very smitten. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know, yeah. They're smitten, and then there's the point where you're completely blinded to the dire needs of what this person could possibly do to the rest of the planet. What did Thor do like- that was so wrong? You know, he was just having a good time. If it Captain Marvel point- hadn't come along, and it wasn't even his fault that, that, that Nick Fury got hurt. No, but it's because of the party that he's created creates the occasion for... Things like Nick Fury to get hurt and for people to get hurt because I think it's a complete are... overreaction. It was a complete mm, overreaction by is... Shield. I think. Oh. Yeah. I feel like Maria here wanting to nuke, like use nukes, was a bit of a. I was like, "What the fuck? What is this?" It was, bullshit? It was the middle like, Siberia, you know. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> what would you? What are you freaking? You're telling me in a world where America or an American-seeming organization drops a nuke on Russia, that is a smart thing to do? Like, Yeah, they just say we had an extraterrestrial threat that we need to get rid of. That just starts a war. That just starts a new (laughs) war. I just... uh... Yeah. But yeah, I I, I had a good time. You know, there were really good bits. You know... We got. I did enjoy getting all the people like showing up. Like I know it's silly and like they're only there for the gags, but you know it's fun having all those dumb, stupid cameos. Having the collector show up with uh, Rachel House and uh, you know how the duck was- apparently getting married to Darcy. 
actually, I will say Kat Dennings, as always, fucking yeah. smashed it. Like, her she parts smashed were the actually yeah. laugh yeah. out loud. She was the best part of the episode, like, yeah, a- and How the Duck, to be honest. But I was, like, as soon as Howard the, the Duck, I'm like, oh, fuck, here comes Dylan. Fucking more Howard the Duck. Let's go. <laughs> best part of this show so far is all the Howard the Duck. <laughs> Favorite part. No, but, yeah, I... I really enjoyed it. I even just at the start, you know, Frigga poking Odin in the the face to make sure he's asleep. That's that's the only way to test if he's asleep or not. Can I? Can I? No scientific information. No magical way to tell if he's asleep or not. (laughs) Even though he like glows in the in the um when we've seen it in the Odin sleep movie, and when he's in the Odin sleep, he like glows. So it's like, well, isn't that you know why didn't they just use that? But also, can I? Was it? It was a weird decision, right? Considering all the way through this show, they have made the decision to just recast voice actors and just recast people. It felt very weird that Heimdall was quiet the entire time, like except for like the odd like sigh or noise. Like there was. Uh, just- yeah, it was quite odd considering that all the other characters who had like one or two lines were credited. Yeah, it- like Tiger, what like one line when he's running over Nick Fury. That's it. Yes. Yep. Yep. Tight. I just. It's just very. The well. Hold on. Where's it was my just... update segment every week. Uh, the cast was for people playing at home who missed the missed out. Thor was Chris Hemsworth. Jane was Natalie Portman. Loki was Tom Hiddleston. Darcy was Kat Dennings. Nick Fury was Samuel Jackson. Grandmaster was Jeff Goldblum. Marie Hill was Kobe Smulders. Agent Coulson was Clark Gregg. Brock. Rumlow was Frank Grillo. Korg was Taika Waititi. Nebula was Karen Gillan. Lady Sif was Jamie Alexander. How the Duck was, of course, Seth Green. Carol Danvers slash Captain Marvel was not Brie Larson. And instead, Brie, yeah, was not Brie Larson. And instead was Alexandra Daniels. Yep. So. It just felt very Topaz was played by Rachel just, House, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, there was just... It was very odd that there was just no, there was just no voice actor for Heimdall, and then just Heimdall in general actually slightly annoyed me when it got back to him because I was like, shouldn't he have been just watching this and be like, what the fuck are you doing, Thor? Like in this version of the MCU, Heimdall doesn't get his big breakout moment where he becomes a star of the Thor franchise, and instead just stays as the stoic watcher. Even Heimdall was. was like talking during Thor, the original Thor. Barely. No, but he's still in that universe. You know, Thor's a warrior and like a good like person, <laughs> kind so of. So you would think that Heimdall would even more be like, "Oi, fucking pull your head in, dickhead!" Like I don't. It's just, I don't know. It's just it's, very strange that well, he was just like you know, not look. Like, does the shot where it cut to him opening his eyes when Jane called him? I was like, "What the?" Fuck? He had an odor <laughs> nap. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just all of it was just uh, I don't know I feel like it was just poorly written to it was poorly written for the purpose of making things work for the gags and for the funniness of it and yeah I, think, I understand yeah, there were the gags, gags and jokes were the priority laugh. and it was yes. just trying to fit story around it okay. which I guess makes this the odd one out when it comes to hmm. the what if series because I think you know we've definitely said that gags have not always hit so far in this run uh but interesting stories and well-developed stories as a whole has been kind of um a hallmark of at least the last couple of episodes maybe not 
the first episode with um, Captain Carter. Britain? Carter? Captain Carter. I was don't know why I went to call it Captain Britain or England or whatever, but it's Captain Carter. She's British. Um, where that was just a <laughs> tweaked retelling of the first Avenger. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a um, it's a strange one overall. How do we feel about Thor vs. Captain Marvel? Did I book it right? Meh. <laughs> Kyle Damon should have kicked his ass, in my opinion. Got over. She was path. holding back, apparently. So. Yeah, apparently. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, trying to keep it strong. That's what they're doing. I guess. Classic. Not everything is wrestling. I, <laughs> I mean... I mean, <laughs> fucking Mark. You fucking Mark. <laughs> I mean, it's true in this case, you know? She was... She, they gave her a reason she lost, you know? Haven't we... This is another question. Maybe we never saw her do it. I thought at some point that uh, Captain Marvel was either strong enough to lift Mjolnir or could at least move it, and that was a proof of power. No. I can't remember, but... No, she just... Um, she, you know, she didn't flinch when it went flying past her head. Okay. That's the thing that okay. Thor was impressed by. Right, okay. But yeah. I enjoyed that. Oh, I right. It was... I don't know. I found the gag of him, like, pushing Stonehenge over. <laughs> Very amusing. Oh, I laughed. I laughed during that. As an English person, I was like, oh, no, you didn't. Don't touch these stones. They're for here for some reason. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, the, the climax of the, the episode is like, it's set in Sydney. It's like crazy. <laughs> You're like, plus two, plus two points. It was set in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> yeah. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. You know, what what was Thor going to do to the Opera House? It wasn't quite clear. He was going to slide down it, he said. He was going to come down. down. He was going to slide down the side of the the slidey thing, he said. (laughs) So, so, this is, I think, a downpointing story. How does everybody feel about the the Ultron reveal at the end? Such a tease. Nah. I don't don't care. Do you think it would have been better if they'd been teasing it throughout the entire... No, it's no, like I it's just, just no, I, it's just like one of those things where they it's like let's have some random really cool ending pit so we can use it for promotional art. Well, I, I just I don't care to watch that version Ultron in this with this version of Thor is my problem. I mean, like, that would be interesting. I think like well, I got the feeling this leads into next week's episode. It could be, maybe. We've like, been across this before, and it, we've, <laughs> it again hasn't we've happened. predicted like a massive team up. Um, and I've seen rumors that Party Thor is meant to be amongst that. Like, it could potentially be. You know, this is this Ultron vision. That's what. It, that's just dude. the feeling I got from the end of this episode. Was just, you know, uh, the Watcher teasing. The Watcher was surprised. And then, Very surprised. And then be record scratch. What the fuck? And I feel like. That's going to lead into next week's episode where all of the episodes we've seen so far are going to be working together. I think there's one more episode to... before the finale, so. Is this seven? I thought there was... Uh, I think there's I thought this was not. eight for some reason. There's nine, nine, but I thought this was episode eight for whatever reason. Seven. I think there's seven. There's two left. Ah. Yeah. Unless we get a two-parter. Potentially. Maybe. Be kind of odd, but yeah. Uh, other thing, how do we feel about Loki in this episode? You know, going full Ice Giant. Brother from another mother. <laughs> another mother. <laughs> I like that. You know what? You no, know I don't care. Because I'm your brother from another mother. <laughs> you know, Loki 
isn't that you know what loki ain't a bad guy and he ain't a bad guy and the only difference was the fact that Odin just fucking left him there. Just gave him back to his dad. So, really, all the problems in the MCU up to this point, it's fucking Odin's fault for just taking that kid. Just I mean, don't take the kid. Maybe not all the problems in the galaxy, know, but at least one's related to him, yeah. Yeah. Loki gets a lot of related problems. Like, I was even thinking, because of... Since watching the Loki show, we, we know... That Loki is featured in a number of events in American history or um, in the world, Earth's history by fucking around as a joke between him and Thor. Mm. So it's kind of like, so if he didn't do those, did those things happen? Does this mean Does like TB a whole Cooper bunch of a thing? Yeah, exactly. Did, did that thing happen ever? Like, I don't know. It's just an it's an interesting thought of. Wow, Loki just growing up with the ice giants just seems to have like mellowed him out a lot more and just, just not caused a whole whole bunch of problems. He's just a bro. Even when he was talking to Jane, he wasn't trying to be malicious or anything. He was just fucking around and then accidentally dropped the phone. <laughs> and it fell. <laughs> <laughs> and because he's really tall and a giant, it was a so really was long like way 20 down. 20 seconds of falling to the ground. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Also, like, the sight gag and running theme of Vandril, like, sleeping with goats all the time. And then when he's in the hotel room, there's a bunch of tiny goat <laughs> babies on the living room. <laughs> just a weird, just a interesting one is that Vandril is back to a character design that's much more like his original I feel four like character it's, than I thought Zachary they were going Levi. for a mix between the two. I thought he leaned more towards the original actor. Okay. I was like, maybe it just wasn't Zachary Levi because, you know, Zachary Levi went over to the dark side of uh, DC and they're like, <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> 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 and they're just like, mm, let's just put it back. Which is, you know, I funny mean, considering. No, that that can't be true because Jeffrey Wright is currently doing the Batman. So That's true. That's true. I'm sure it's all good and well. Yeah, but. That was already didn't didn't Jeffrey Wright already have that before he booked anything to do with Marvel? Probably. Marvel yeah. probably it's probably both ways, you know. Marvel's like you can get into bed with us after getting to bed with DC, but if you cheat on us with DC after we're a couple, nuh-uh. none of this, not coming here today. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting when you also compare it to the fact that we had Rhodey as uh, as um, Don Cheadle. Um, yeah, is, uh, is just yeah, it's amusing. Rhodey as Don Cheadle, Don yeah. Cheadle as Rhodey. <laughs> well, it's no, no, no. Rhodey was wearing Don Cheadle's face. Don Cheadle, Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we have a face-off movie with Terrence yeah. Howard and Don Cheadle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the that's the face-off version I want. I know they're remaking it. Let's make a Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard. Did they cast that movie yet? I don't think so. There you go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> All right. Let us know what you thought of the of. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode of What If, or what you thought about Picture <laughs> Face Off by going to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter and letting us know on Twitter, or jump to Discord at explosionnetwork.com slash Discord if you want to help us out here at all new Marvel Casts. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchase or tell people about the show. And if you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosionnetwork.com slash support and buy us a coffee. 
Alright, so make sure you watch the next episode of What If, and join us next time for another all-new Marvel cast. Thank you.